Welcome everyone to another episode of the Definitive Crusade. The football season, regular season's now over. Congrats if your team made the playoffs. For me, we didn't. For my friend Josh, they certainly didn't. <laughs> and for Freya, she doesn't care one way or the other. No, nope, not of at course, all. <laughs> not at all. And this episode sees the welcome, welcome return of a crusader from the past. Tracy, welcome back. Home, boys, <laughs> girls. There you go. I Check had There we go. At last, we've got some more, more Irish Anglo to balance out this uh, American stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I went there. Right. Okay. Before we get into the books and to celebrate Tracy's return, my wife picked me up this. I don't know if you can see that this is a batman trivia quiz oh that oh. I, I was gonna say i thought that looked like uh the uh credit card that uh yeah. Flutie bat used yeah. never yeah. leave the cave without it yeah so so <clears throat> for this round you get choice two you're gonna run through some questions see how good your bat knowledge is you can have an apprentice question for one point if you do that you're a big wuss because come on you should guys know this and then you get the dark knight for two points all right uh, we're going to go first to five wins. Josh, what do you mm. want? One or two? Let's go two. Who was the first criminal to accidentally find the bat cave? <sighs> right, that's a pass. Freya, do yes. you know? <laughs> Who accidentally found the bat cave? Yeah. Does Jason Todd count as a criminal? No, no. <laughs> no he does not. How very okay. dare you! Okay. Uh, I, I like I like the jab at Matt. Under the weather. It starts already. Yeah. We got. Tracy um, was a was a Todd Meister. I'm a yeah. friend. Oh, we got we got two Todd. Jason Todd fans. If I, if I remembered, if I'd remembered that. Shish. Right. I'll just. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just go ahead and throw out. Uh, Freaking, uh, Hugh, uh, what was... Hugh Hefner? No, Hugo. Um, no, Hugo Strange. No. Yeah. Tracy? This way we'll go first to three. God, this works. <laughs> this is worse than Jeopardy. Shit. Yeah, it is worse than Jeopardy. The fourth one would be, uh, Scarecrow. No, Wolf Brandor. There you go. Freya, one or two? Uh, two. I don't, I kind of... Which classic Pulp Fiction character did Batman meet on two occasions? If you would like it, I'll give you a clue with this one. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Oh, the shadow. The shadow knows. The shadow knows. <laughs> <laughs> I love the shadow. Yeah, me too. Tracy. Mm -hmm. Two, obviously. How did Bruce Wayne convince his great uncle Silas that he wasn't just a rich idler? With a really heartfelt conversation and some That's bills? right. Good call. No, Josh. <laughs> I'm going to have to use the bat pass on this All one. All right, okay, Freya, to, to leap into the lead. Can you repeat the question, Uncle Cyrus? Silas, how did Bruce Wayne convince his great Uncle Silas that he wasn't just a rich idler? Um, he learned polo. No, he told me it was Batman. There you go. Okay. <laughs> That's simple. Oh, my That's God. Gosh. Josh, two points. 
No, I want a wuss out, and I want one. <laughs> All right. Bruce Wayne's net worth is in the eight millions, billions, trillions, or even higher. Billions, millions. Yeah, well so done. last century. Yeah, one point. Freya. Yeah. 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 Two, two. two points? Two? Yes, two. Really? Who helped convince the US government to abandon a devastated Gotham City? That's a hard one. Um, who? Okay. <sighs> Katie Kane? Um, no. No. Tracy? Lex Luthor. No. Josh? I want to say Lucius Fox, but that. No. Um... Nicholas Scratch. Well done. Tracy? Two. Which, which criminal scientist successfully captured and amassed Batman to learn his true identity? And Freya mentioned him about two minutes ago. Hey, stop helping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, you put me on the spot now. I know you should say that. Now I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I hate you. Silas. No, that's his uncle. <laughs> Josh. Scarecrow. Freya. Strange, to know that nobody listens to what you said there. That, that oh, it's another she day, said really. scarecrow. No, I didn't I I in the back <laughs> of one. I, 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 hear it. I, I said strange, Josh. You're on one point. Frey has got four. Tracy is bringing up the rear, Josh. <laughs> I'm sorry. What legendary hero is the inspiration for Robin's superhero codename? Robin Hood. Well done. Three points. You're on. Freya to win the game. One or two. Let's just do one. I only need five, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Robin once belonged to what group of superhero sidekicks? Teen Titans? Yay! <laughs> also, Josh's favorite uh, comic book. Way well. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, oh, something in your eye, Josh. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> some of these questions are absolutely brick hard. I couldn't yeah. believe how hard they were. But no, Yeah, it, it, make, it makes my Jeopardy look easy. Well, you want to talk about the hard Jeopardy, you should go and check out the Old Timers comic book show, 13th Crusader, put on a show. I got my ass handed. Did to he me. do math again, or who did math before? I, I did math. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did green, green Lantern sector maths, didn't I? Nope, nope. <laughs> oh. oh bless. I remember always being at the end, like on I, I like that you were only doing Jeopardy, and it was so hard on when it had to be it you or or or, or 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 yeah. Oh god, no, it was awful. Yeah. You mean a really popular game that everybody loves? Yes. It made me feel like my knowledge was so bad that I shouldn't be on the show. Well, <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you, I'll tell no. you a funny story about Jeopardy when we first start, when we first started doing Jeopardy way back when. My goal was my only goal was not to come last. I was like, I cannot come last, <laughs> yeah, and that's my goal when I play poker. I must not be out first. Um, <laughs> I, I won once or twice. I think the very one, the very first time I won it, I was so excited that I went down <laughs> after doing the podcast and told my parents, who then were so happy for me, that we went and got a Chinese to celebrate. <laughs> 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 That's how much they knew. <laughs> and I was oh, like, Jay. I'm after winning Jeopardy. <laughs> 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 oh man, don't want to say, well, that's a great prize. We should do that all the time if you win Jeopardy. Okay, cool. All right, so, so what, Johnny? If you win, you get cheesecake. 
Mm, fishnets. All right. <laughs> See? Nothing's changed. All right. Okay. So book time. So we've got four oh, books to look at. Um, we're going to go with Tracy's choice um, because Tracy has been here for a while. So, you know, throw in at the deep end. This mm-hmm. is Swamp Thing Green Hell Book One, mm-hmm. uh, written by Jeff Lemire, art by Doug Monk. I'll probably say his name wrong. Uh, David Barron's on colours and letters by Steve Wands. It's great that we're looking at this because, remind me, I don't think we've looked at a Swamp Thing book since Future State. So, really? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, only you likes the uh, green mucky mess. Sorry. <laughs> so, Tracy. Mucky muck. It all fits in. Um, mm. Oh man, De- Jeff Lemire is one of my favorite people to look at his work, and it's like Wah! when I seen him doing this, this like very re- well, it's not that far in the future, but it's post-apocalyptic. It's got dum 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 dum. Mm. We got beautiful orange skies because of the you know the, the chemicals we've been putting in the planet. The seas are rising and overtaking the world, and people are fighting against each other. Wait, wasn't um, that Waterworld? It's kind of Waterworld-ish, but you know we've got the uh, less water, a little less. We've got we've got the parliaments coming in, starting you know cause problems. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're talking to all this gun. There's not enough deco- decomposing shit. Sorry, I swore a little bit. There's not enough decomposing stuff. And then there's these <laughs> factions of people fighting each other because you know they 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 are. Um, and then there's this strange man living in a lighthouse that. All the children are scared of and we're not allowed to talk about um the i love how the illustrations are done they're quite uh quite raw in places um and i found that very enticing in relation to the story that was being put forward um it's the you know the standard good versus evil the people are coming and you know i'm gonna save the town mm-hmm. hero and then the big surprise that the you know the crazy old guy that's in uh the, the the background is actually somebody we know. He's actually somebody I love. And Jason Todd. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit older than Jason Todd. And in this bit, he's even older because it's taken part in the future. So we're all waiting to see who it is. And it's my favorite boy, John. I'm sorry. Spoiler. Oh, John comes <laughs> But it's an old oh. John. And he still got it. And he's still talking the same. And, you know, because the parliaments are, are getting involved, you know, they, these, these people are trying to create absolute mayhem, not people, but these entities are causing it mayhem. So who are you going to call to fight them? Swap thing. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> and I can't wait to read the next one. Um, uh, is, it, is it a traditional story of good versus bad? Or is it, is it more of a, you know what, the he- world's gone to a hell basket, let's just try and... Let's try and see, make the most of it. Because, I mean, both fractions of humans are mm-hmm. right in what they're doing, and the parliaments yeah. are right for what they're doing. There's no traditional bad guy in this. Apoc- apocalyptic futures always make me laugh because there's always somebody, when there's no resources, driving a boat, driving a car. How the hell yeah. did you manage to fuel it up? I have no idea. But there you go. Oh, well, just, you can just... do it on moonshine. 
Like, I don't know if you've ever watched Mythbusters, but it's a thing yeah. that's real because they tried it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, it. It is very much that there is there is no right or wrong. You know what what the aggressive side supposedly who who want to fight and take back what their land, mm-hmm. and they 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 they're just it's because of the hardship they've done. And then there's this man trying to protect his village and mm-hmm. bring children so that they can have a childhood at, yeah. uh, in this world that's not. And then we have the parliaments who are going, look, these, the cra- these crazy people have destroyed our planet and mm-hmm. look what they did. So let's just get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you know, and everything will rot and then grow back again and it'll be better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Good just, it's great. It's a, it's a cool. great introduction to where it's going. I cannot wait to see the next episode, next issue and, and move forward with it because it, it was just, it was an interesting thing in the time we're in. Okay, cool, excellent, good call, good review. Uh, Freya, what did you think of Swamp Thing Green Hell? Um, so I actually enjoyed it. Um, it, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed some of the other Swamp Thing books too, even the Future State one. I didn't even mm-hmm. say I liked it. Um, it very much is uh refreshing because it's not like the standard superhero comics that you get. You know, mm-hmm. if you want something different, it's nice to have that. Um, plus, Constantine's always a good time. I like him. Um, and I, I'm with Tracy. I'm looking forward to the next issue. The art is... Uh, it's Swamp Thingy art. So, I, you know, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really rip on it because that's just kind of the style they go with. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm going to be nice this time. If anyone book because Tracy's back, I'm gonna be nice to her. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Freya. And and I'm nice because I didn't make anybody read Harley Quinn, so you know. Yeah, luckily Uh, I didn't read that. We did. Thank you very much. But we won't talk about it because I'm angry. All right. So, Josh, it's a black label book. So Mm -hmm. this is this is a kind of change of pace. This is the kind of thing we'd expect from Vertigo. Um. Do you feel that Black Label is doing itself proud with with a Swamp Thing book rather than just yet another Black book? I I definitely agree that Swamp Thing deserves to be a Black Label book. Mm-hmm. When Tracy first told us that Swamp Thing was her pick, my first thought was, "Oh God, oh." Well, look, then, that's ex- that's exactly what he texted me. He's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> and then I read the book. And I was like, okay, definitely not what I expected. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed the story. I enjoyed mm-hmm. the artwork. It has that indie feel, mm-hmm. which we've seen is more prevalent in Black Label books. It has Great. that dark, yeah. gritty feel to it. Mm-hmm. Can I just take a moment to appreciate this glorious Gore. Yeah. Page. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it yeah. is gory, and I saw this, and I was like, "Okay, I'm sold." Swamp Spider. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like if Venom took over Swamp Thing, and this is what we get. Yeah. I'm on board. Okay. It's dark. It's gory. It's still very elemental, which is very Swamp Thingy. Uh huh. Um. No. Great great read i i'm also excited to read uh to read more okay 
Cool, good shout. So out. great, great job, Tracy. Yeah, good pick. Um, I like this book. It's an interesting book to read. Um, I love the fact there is no true bad guy. Uh, the parliaments are doing what they want to do for the, the betterment of the planet. The, as Trish said, the aggressors are trying to make uh, a life of the house they see fit. And then you've got the, the, the idealistic guy trying to make maintain the old school life. Um, John Constantine, I absolutely thought was a revelation in this book, mainly because I didn't expect him. When I hear Lighthouse, I expect and loads of water, I expected Aquaman. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, old fish hook there. Um, but I like the animosity still, because back in Justice League Dark Days, Swamp Thing and mm. Constantine do not get on. And it was good to see that that carried on through uh, into this book. Um, did I find the Scorched Earth storyline a little bit cliche? Uh, yeah, I did. But I can see how it's relevant for now because of everything that was going on uh, mm -hmm. in the world and stuff. I do find it a little bit odd, a little bit serendipitous, in that you've got two opposing parliaments, or three coming together to um, solve the Earth problem. And if you go and watch a Young Justice cartoon, the Lords of Chaos and the Lords of Order have done exactly the same thing to solve their problem. And you're like, hmm, is it just timing? Is it poor timing? I think it is. You know, mm -hmm. I agree with Tracy that Je um, Jeff Lemire's work is pretty much i'm going to say 90 percent of the time bang on perfect um for, for me and i'm not a, a huge i suppose Virgo stroke black label fan but no good choice i was really impressed with it absolutely the colors i will say the colors by david Barron are fantastic i love the parliament scenes mm -hmm. and doug monk's art for those who remember doug monk he was on justice league for a while batman and robin for a while um this is the best work he's done ever mm -hmm. i agree i think so i really enjoyed the, the 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 muting of the tones as, as you, especially and then the parliament scenes when the crow and the pot oh and the rocks are there as well it was just just a well a well observed it was great well and there there was a lot of contrast as mm -hmm. far as you're able to be able to understand look at a panel and know what's going on mm -hmm. where in previous swamp thing books everything is the same either texture or color or shade <laughs> and it all gets blended in together so everything's green nice contrast oh, oh green. my gosh <laughs> that's why she picked it irish what am i talking about all right <laughs> all right so, <laughs> go away with that while she was drinking i'm um, right okay so next up is a book that our colleague matthew absolutely loves two bits um when we did the last show he wanted to talk about this book so so much and we kind of cut him short on it so matthew this one's for you buddy hope you're feeling well we're talking about dc versus vampires number three Yay. Um, written by james tinian the fourth with matthew rosenberg who you may remember if you're a fan of migraine had that short run on uncanny x-men before when Went, came and changed the whole X worlds for good. Art and colors are by Manny should have a Black Canary book, um, Otto Schmidt. Uh, and letters are by Tom Napolitano. And I'm not going to make a joke about his ice cream name again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Well, I'll start off with this one because Matthew, Matthew's not here. I reviewed this for Crusaders. So if you want to go and check out the review, it's on comiccrusaders.com. Put the uh, title in the search bar, or put me in the search bar, 
and boom, this review will come up. I will say right now that I love this book. It's fun. It's cheesy. It works on so many levels. Satanas in fishnets looking great Victorian. There's a Wonder Woman scene and a Green Lantern scene that just absolutely evokes why vampires are super sexy. All right. This is like sexy vampires, none of this Twilight rubbish. All right. Nobody sparkles. All right. And for me, it's just a it's it's a rollicking fun read. It absolutely and you've got all the characters doing what the characters do. You've got Batman being moody, you've got Robin being obnoxious. You know, it, it just works for me. I think it's such a good, fun book. There you go. Um, Batgirl looks great, even if she's in an anti-continuity co- uh, costume, but what the heck, right? Um, who do I go? Josh, we'll go with Josh next, because we went for it last time. I I love this book. It, it was such a fun read, just as you had said. Uh, the art, I was actually okay with it. Mm. I was very happy with just the the style that they they went with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the vampires looked awesome. Uh, and as I was reading the book, and we see Zatanna here, wait, whoa, holy hell! But wow, that was wow. that wasn't even my favorite panel. Seeing oh, the fishnets, it was the dark. Her eyes go red. I mean, damn. That's the best way I could describe the book. And then obviously the scene between uh, Wonder Woman and Green Lantern I thought was fantastic. I'm not going to spoil that because I you really need to go pick up this book That's and right. read it. Um, and you won't be disappointed. Okay. So Otto Schmidt is a, is a, as I said, a bit of an acquired taste. I think we saw his work back on uh, the Green Arrow book a while back. And of course we saw him on Future State Catwoman which, if memory serves, I also loved to high heaven. Freya, what do you think? Do you see vamps? Did it put, was there enough bite in there for you? Jeez. Oh, okay, well, after that terrible dad joke. Oh! Hey, man. So, I, I like the story, but I like the, the first issue, too. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I did like the style they chose for Zatanna, that's my preferred style for her. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just because I like my female characters to look attractive to me, so, you know. Special. Special. I mean, I, I, I read comics and play video games to, you know, not look at normal looking people. So, <laughs> it's, I mean, if I wanted to look so, at, you know, normal to like ugly people, I'd go outside. But I don't. Do I look at no- <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm glad you went there. If you said, if I want to talk to ugly people, I'd be on this podcast, then I'm going to be in trouble. Yes, Missy, let me in trouble. No, I know. <laughs> so I, I like the, the Zatanna, the vampire look. Um, yeah. I don't like when they're all pretty when they vamp out. Um, so I really like that uh, style. However, I did have issues with some of the art. Um, mostly Robin, because I what just freaking happened to his jawline because uh, when he's talking to black canary mm-hmm. and they're like over a uh, penguin's body i think he's mm-hmm. dead i think he's dead yeah it, it, his jaw just all of a sudden like lengthens like freaking uh was stretch armstrong that huge <laughs> massive jaw situation i was like it just it bothered me um 
Uh, yeah, right there. Right there. And also her face while they're fighting gets some weird situations happening. Uh, it's just uh, faces, man. They just irritate me. Um, but yeah, other than like my little nitpicks with like everyone's face morphing, um, I liked it. I liked the little part with uh, Dick Grayson and mm. Batgirl flirting with each other. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In front of rat catchers, like seriously, <laughs> why are you doing this in front of me? Yeah. <laughs> so, Get a room. <laughs> Get a room. Well, they do. We all know that they go to like the lamplight, whatever hotel. <laughs> you know, so like, it's a thing. It's continuity. You know, they yeah, they go to canon. the hotel. It's canon, yeah. So it's just I liked it. Um, like you said, though, the, the art's kind of it's an acquired taste, and I guess I'm just kind of borderline on it um the story's interesting um i wonder how many justice league members are going to turn into vampires before you know they figure this stuff out because we all know that superman's not the brightest so (laughs) (laughs) there is that there is that well he's called the man of steel not the man of brains yeah Yeah, batman's got that department so so if you're if you're on twitter you will know that otto schmidt tweets and sends out and shares loads and loads of pictures of different things he's got a huge following for his catwoman a huge uh, following for his black canary uh tracy what's it like seeing him take on the whole dc universe is it a, is it a win for you or i i stick? liked it i liked it i did um i hadn't read the first two because when i heard about this series i was like no I'm yeah just, me I'm too not, no i'm not doing it it's just going to be stupid uh-huh. And then I opened up this issue and I'm looking at it and it's got very much um, American vampire style uh, stylations on the okay. vampire faces. So, you know, the, the, the Scott Snyder. Um, Raphael Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. I love him. Oh, my God. Anyway. I've interviewed, that's I've interviewed, uh, I've interviewed Raphael on uh, Outside the Panels. What a good oh. guy. Mm-hmm. Good guy. If it happens again, please. Because I, I was able to be there for Scott. Now I would love to be there. Yeah. I would just have so many questions. But yeah. anyway, back to the book. I digress. I thought the like the, the the idea of it is so ridiculous. And then you're in it, and you're like you are taken in. And yeah, the, some of the art is a bit crazy, and some of it is like really bad backgrounds and like people with no faces. But because of the the storyline behind it, it, it it's fantastic. The minute I seen Zatanna, I got very happy. And then I was like, oh my God, this, why didn't Johnny pick this book? <laughs> this was his thing. Like, you know what I mean? This is, this is exact. like, I'm sure you're going to print that out and put it on your wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you uh, for the record, for the record, as much as I do love this, look at Zatanna, I haven't picked up this book, mainly because my local comic book shop doesn't have issue two. Like I have uh, issue one or issue three and they haven't got issue two. So. I've kind of resigned myself. I'm just going to wait until the trade comes out, I think. So, yeah, I, I'd probably be the same now. I think I get the trade when it comes out. Um, I am looking forward to the next one. Like you said, I wonder how many uh, members they will turn and if there will be an, an inevitable end of turning people back by killing the, 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 the you know, the main yeah. big vampire, if they're going to go down that route. Because you never know with vampire comics what way mm-hmm. they're going to let you know. I mean, thank, as you said, thank God they're not sparkly. Yeah. Um, there are they, no vampires in Twilight. They, they, that's not real. It's not real. Okay. We know this is not a real thing. They're fairies. They weren't vampires. There's a difference. 
<laughs> but uh, you know, I think that I, I do look forward to the next one. And, and like even in this these couple of panels that we have on, on the screen now, I loved Penguin. Like, look at him! Look at his little feet underneath his little belly. It's just brilliant. <laughs> I, I feel like the the design of this penguin really stems from the original sketch that Tim Burton did. Tim Burton sketch. It, yeah. I, I was thinking about original Batman movie. I was like, this is Danny DeVito's, like, in cartoon. It just is. Um, yeah, so did I'm you like, did you have Danny DeVito's voice in your head when you were reading the Penguin's lines? Because I, I did. I, I kind of do always. Okay. Then, well, I I switched between <laughs> Danny DeVito and Burgess Meredith. Yeah, always oh, Burgess. Well, yeah, Burgess. Always, always Burgess. Hey, hey, so. old guy. Yeah. Throttle down there, Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> always Burgess. All right, cool. Excellent. So I think DC uh, versus Vampires is a book that we're going to keep an eye on. Matthew's missed this episode. I'm sure uh, he'll want to come back and do issue four down the line. And if that's the case, you can't do it, Matthew, because you missed this show. Sorry, mate. You know the rules. Um, Tracy, Tracy gets the honor of picking Matthew's book for next episode. And I'm going to be missing that because I'm out of and town. Then, and then, and then oh, Josh is missing yeah. that episode. So Freya, you got to pick Josh's when he Yay! comes back. Oh. That's how it works. And whilst that all I hope there's a Scooby Doo thing coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick that. You love Scooby Doo. All right. Oh, <laughs> roast, roast. All right. So whilst we can digest who's getting what and who's I've done up like a kipper. Time for one of our fantastic ads. Uh, Josh, take it away, sir. Your choice. Dealer's right. choice. Here we go. Go check out Christ in the Toyverse by our friend Bobo. Doesn't just hang out with toys from DC or Migraine. It's across any platforms for movies are in there, turtles are in there, a whole range of different things. Um, you never know, get in contact with the show. You can get a hold of them. I'm sure, like, uh, have a look at the figures and toys that you guys like. There you go. All good and good. All right, next up in our rotunda of comic books. This is choice. Uh, mm -hmm. you would like to leave and come back in five minutes' time. That's fine. Or yeah. just five minutes forward because this is going to be I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course, it's Freya, so it's Aquaman, the Becoming. Woo! <laughs> I have to say, nobody's read any of this week, so here we go. Uh, written by Brandon Thomas with art by Scott Publish, inked by Wade Von Drawbadger. What a great turnaround. 
Colors by Adriano Lucas. Uh, letters are by And World Design, whose work is starting to see in the DC. So if you are a flip sider, you will recognize And World from all the work that's been on indie books predominantly uh, since Dynamite. There you go. So, quick question, Freya. Yes. Earth did you pick this pilot? Because I wanted to talk about something other than Batman. All right, okay, fine. There yeah. were plenty of other... Oh. And I wanted to torture you guys. You should know this by now. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, let me... Hold on, hold on a second. I to be into the right place. Yes. Sorry, I've got, I've got the professor on the line. Yes, professor? What? She wants, she wants to look something other than Batman. So you want to run Marvel show? Right, I'll see if I can get that started. Ah, you don't want me on that. I'll torture them too. Oh, no, I would love to see you on that show. Uh, okay, for everyone who's watching this on YouTube, leave a comment. Let us know that you want Freya on an episode of the No Price Podcast. We'll get in touch with the audio guy. I'm sure he will make it happen. Just as a guest star, because we love Freya. We joke, yes. but we absolutely love her. Yeah. Freya's Freya's place is with us on TV <laughs> as a guest star. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, back to uh, Aqualad. I mean, Aquaman. Aqualad. Yeah. So this is one of those never judge a book by its cover situations because the cover is awesome and the story shit. That's what you said. Yeah. So uh, the cover is great. Like Aqualad, Aquaboy. Uh, I mean, if uh, if anyway, he his story, man. Uh, I had high hopes, man. Nothing. They just can't seem to get anything Aquaman related to work. I don't know. Well, they did for a little bit, and then they just yeah. Yeah, Stephen Siege left, and then they were stuck with her. Yeah, you know, I just. I you know when I read a superhero story, I don't want to have family drama like the entire time. Isn't that every bad it's... book we read? No, no but like... I, I get Freya's point on this. Freya's yeah, no. point is bang on. Aquaman is is it's all about family. If it's not Aquaman and his brother, it's Aquaman and Mera. If it's not them, it's Aqualad and Black Manta and oh man, it's like it's just... watching a bad preachy soap opera and it just never goes anywhere because at least soap operas are amusing maybe they should change the title to aquaman days of our swim (laughs) (laughs) the swim the swim of our lives lives. (laughs) i I hate to tell you that would still be a straight to dvd series That's where it belongs. I don't know. I think HBO Max are calling me right now to say the one that's a pilot. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, it's just because, you know, I was like, okay, well, when are we going to get to what's going on? And it was just all like, uh, it was just so stupid. <laughs> and I was, I don't even know where to start with this book because they started off and they're going to Exible, right? Uh huh. And that's where Mira's from, right? So, like, Oh, and then they just that. started. Uh, it's just. Uh, I, I wish I could help you out, Freya. But... It's just so frustrating. I can't even put it into words because I'm trying to also like tiptoe around certain things. And I'm just well, like. I, it's like been... any road trip you've ever been on with your, with your sibling. Yeah. I would like to help you out with Don't this. Don't touch but... me, type of thing. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, not tell you you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Oh, God. I'm not hitting yourself. <laughs> 
I, I would like to give you more information on this book, but unfortunately, I checked out, and I'll tell you where I did. Yeah. Josh, if you want to jump on the page seven for me, please. Stop there. Back one. Back one. Page seven is this bottom right panel here. Check her out, man. She's underwater. She's crying. Oh, yeah. I what? checked out, too. Like, and, that's, this is... and that's when I checked out. That's where I, I went. Well, we must kind of think similar because my brain shut off right here, too. But, uh, <laughs> it was that's a weird... the thing that made you shut off. <laughs> well, I was trying my best. Like, I was really trying. I was confused about what the crap just happened because it is. It's like a road trip, and they stopped at some random place. Because she's like, oh, and then all of a sudden she's crying. Like, they're in the, the thing. And I thought, oh, they're going to fly. No, they're out of the, and she's crying. I'm like, what is going on? And then it goes into this whole, like, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, it's a protest it's semi action scene. No, well, it's right. a protest thing. And I'm like, well, then I'm okay. I don't know the, you know, how difficult it is to move when you live underwater, but, you know, uh, <laughs> And you swim everywhere anyway. Like, uh, is it really that hard to go somewhere else? Like, can't, well, can't you, go, on, can't you go on to land too? Land is an option. I mean, I know it sucks, but you know, if they're stealing your children, like you say they are, maybe just go somewhere. Do else. something about this. I mean, right. it's, yeah, I was like, once again, you guys swim everywhere. You're literally underwater. It's not like, oh, it's hard to get for one place. No, you swim. You swim everywhere. Like, that's your mean. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, it's just, I don't want to read politics in my books. And then they're like, throw inserting politics again. And I'm just, I want right. to escape. I hate this. And then he's super whiny the entire time. Like, how am I supposed to like this Aquaman if he just whines and bitches about everything and like oh my family sucks you are so, you're so, blah, blah, blah. like oh my gosh get over it okay let's not have family drama crap again i don't want to read a freaking soap opera so basically what we're saying is moving forward that freya is not allowed to pick her own books no i guess saying? not <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking but, i'm joking like, did like, anybody else read this book to help freya out i i read the entirety of it really uh, yeah i read till the end can, it's my can, first thing back i had to make sure i was like there yeah. uh, it was so it, like like what i said from start first panel to last panel it is a family argument and it sees people going tell them what you did mommy mommy tell them what you did what did you do <laughs> and then he's going stop talking to my mommy like that like proper little mommy's voice stop talk. don't you dare talk to my mommy and then he finds out what mommy did and he's like mommy how could you i'm going and he walks off like, Dude. Uh, and that's i'm really uh, this... sorry but the art isn't that good no the so art the, is like uh... so many bad panels and i'm sorry because there is and like his hair like look at his hair in that bottom panel like look at that they look like you know those um their their treats um freya you may know what i'm talking about the they come in the round can it's almost like oh, a oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. his hair looks yeah. like a rolled up wafer yeah he does <laughs> but like can someone also explain to me how he went deaf from an explosion underwater what no <laughs> <laughs> just cause. Just cause. 
just we cause. made it for the plot. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because he's not Batman. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my. He spent too much time on land, and it made him weak. That's what they're gonna say. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just, it just annoys me the most. Is I really like the Calder character in Young Justice. Yeah. I think mm. the Calder character is really good. And you will read this, and it's supposed to be based on Calder. And you're like, oh, man, this just does not work. Josh, did you look at this book at all? Oh, an awkward disappointment? Yeah, unfortunately I did. Anything to add? I'm sorry, but how does a a bat boat, because let's be honest, that looks like a bat boat, not a black man's boat. It's a bat boat. How does it go vroom underwater? (laughs) Wouldn't it be more like... (laughs) No, this. The same reason why they need. Why do they need the first place? They swim. They're Atlantean people. They swim. They're fish. To be be fair, I'm I'm going to stick up for this. I'm going to stick up for this because I've had this argument with my wife. She Hmm. says to me, Why does Wonder Woman fly? I was like, Yeah, she flies. So, what she needs an invisible jet for? And I'm like, Yeah, but, but Barry runs everywhere and he has a car. It's exactly the same thing. Well, we Barry has a car everywhere. because when Barry's not being Flash, he has to be like a normal person and drive him nuts because he's like, I can run so much faster than this. Yeah. Well, that, 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 that bat sub rooms on blah, 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 faster than they can swim. So, yeah. I have one positive thing to say. What? This front Only two cover, issues to go? <laughs> this, front cover, <laughs> this front cover is like a, a picture from Dungeons and Dragons, and that makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. but that dragon yeah. never appears in something. So, I, Freya summed it up best. She said, "You know that saying of you know, don't judge a book by its cover. You know, this is that one, one of those moments. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're always told don't run into a storm. Well, it's a storm of secrets." We should have run the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shout, good shout. All right, okay. Thank God, Freya. Yeah, you know, I do what I can for everyone, for the people, for our viewers, because otherwise, you know. It would only be Batman books that we do. It would only be Batman books. This is a DC show, not a migraine show. Let's get the migraines. I'm getting a a migraine. Um, Right, last up. Last up is Josh's choice. It's the newest book of the batch. Um, I think we looked at one of these issues earlier, um, a different show. So it's Dark Knights of Steel, number three. This is number three of 12. Um, it's written by Tom. I haven't found an alternative world that I don't like writing about, Taylor. <laughs> Art by Yasmin Pichuri. Colors by Arif Prianto. And letters by Wes Abbott. Right, Josh, take it away, sir. This is just a nice change of pace from a traditional Justice League book. Okay. Um, it takes place in such a medieval, yeah, yeah, a medieval scene that honestly it was just nice mm-hmm. to mix up. You know, I like I like Batman's armor. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I I really like all the redesigned costumes of all the characters, even Harley. Um, Supergirl, I thought was badass in this. We even got okay. So the metal men make an appearance in this, and I was actually okay with them in this. 
which is saying something considering how much I do not like the Metal Men. The Metal Men confused me a bit in this a little bit because if you if you go to the I think it's the next page where the fighting Kara, Azara, mm-hmm. I should say, that mm-hmm. looks to me that bottom panel looks to me as if they've chopped off her head. Yes, and, it's a, yeah. and yet I was a little bit confused by that panel. Well, you know, but, but it, the whole it thing, is what it is. But the whole thing they're going, well, Kara, Zara, whatever, can't do Zara. this. Zara's can't do that. That's not Zara. Why would Zara do that? She's yeah. not capable of doing something like that. So they're, yeah. I'm kind of expecting like this weird like bait and switch where it's not actually her. It's somebody Ooh. else who can shape shift or something. Yeah. Right. Okay. Ooh. Or mind control. Or mind but control. To, to be honest, I this alternative universe, I was okay with. Yeah. I, sure. I enjoyed the read. Mm-hmm. I thought the artwork was was really great. Uh huh. And it just, yeah, it was a nice change of pace from the huge. <clears throat> the artwork is super pretty, definitely gorgeous all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tracy, Knights of the Round. Yeah. Do you have, do you have a Dungeons and Dragons themed, yeah. if I remember correctly? I am so, indeed. Because it's been a while, I have to remember these things. Um, does this? Does this meet your Dungeons and Dragons quest like mind? No. You, you need to. I was going to say you need to roll a d twenty for your answer. <laughs> Last time I rolled a d twenty, she uh, didn't wasn't pleased with me. Not Tracy. Uh... <laughs> um, it, it, it's a great book. It really is. It's a great book. Um, for what it is. Um. Uh, the like the whole adventure thing and be, being in this other world that's kind of medieval it's kind of game of thrones it's kind of you know that kind of vibe to it and like you know the, the i do agree that the batman uh outfit is great but then all of a sudden these panels <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay then, don't right, go too far and spoil this no no i'm that's i'm stopping right here yeah, and then okay. after that it just gets more OTT, but then I I don't mind OTT. You know me. Um, uh, Constantine was great in it. John was was a very smart ass mofo as usual, and I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, it's an odd book, but I'd say it has got great reach. I'd say a, an awful lot of the audience will enjoy it. Mm, good um, shout. Good I think I just need to reread the, you know. Oh, I mean, you're only only three issues in, so it's not a lot yeah. of catching up to do. So that's a good thing. Yeah, really. That's a good show. Uh, Freya. Yeah. What do you think of this? I mean, um, there's lots of different alternative versions of heroes, different outfits, yeah. different looks. So this this reminded me of a piece of artwork I saw a while ago. Um, except there's no Catwoman. So someone did a piece of art where it was the Dark Knight, and he was like medieval knight outfit mm-hmm. and everything it looked really awesome so i was always kind of like partial to that sort of thing i liked mm-hmm. it a lot um i i like the redesign of everyone um i like the story so far um as you can tell i'm kind of invested I, i'm expecting a bait and switch or you know like someone's actually not who they say they are you know sort of situation mm-hmm. um <clears throat> uh however um 
I don't know. And, and he's Jefferson's Black Lightning, right? Right? Because I right. don't follow him very much. Yep. Um, <clears throat> he has got to be. Sorry, once again, guys. I, I'm not purposely doing this, but he has got to be the stupidest freaking person in this book <laughs> because he's having a conversation with uh, Hip, Hip, whatever Diana's mom. I can never say her Hippolyta. name. Hippolyta. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, "Oh, you killed uh, Superman, right?" He's like, "Well, yeah." Blah blah blah. I'm like. And you didn't think his family was going to retaliate <laughs> for you killing Superman, the yeah. ruler of their kingdom? He's like, but, you know, to say to you know peace and blah blah. I'm like, you literally assassinated somebody, and then they came over and killed your son. That's called retaliation, you moron. That's what happens. <laughs> you make a stupid decision and it affects your family. Good job. What's even more moronic is he, he comes to he comes to the mascara and wants to get off second boat yeah yeah, yeah boat. That's that's he's not allowed off the boat like i was like you are a pompous douchebag so when he <laughs> died i was like good this guy's a freaking cause of all these problems you know if he had just minded his own business and left them alone like you know he's like well i was trying to stop them well good luck good job you just escalated it and had it happen faster and it killed mm-hmm. your family good job good job like of course car is going to be running around killing everyone <clears throat> you assassinated her cousin first so good job yeah freaking moron so, so... <laughs> you oh, we have some feelings there honey yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm invested yeah. in this book. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, so, a book I picked that she likes. Yay! Yay! Yeah, just remember that Freya when you have to pick for his when he's not here. Um, well, he should. Well. I'll see how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> ah, you're getting all sassy there, Josh. That's good. So Tom Taylor, he's renowned in the DC universe for telling alternative Earth, alternative DC oh. universe stories. He wrote the uh, Injustice books. He wrote Deceased. He wrote Earth 2 after James Robinson left the book. <laughs> all right? So if you're going to have Knights of the Round Table... Uh, meets the DC Universe, Tom Taylor's got to be the guy. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Freya that I think there could be some bait and switch somewhere along the line. Um, this book, I think, is... I think it's an acquired taste as much as the Otto Schmidt book is because it is so different from what you would expect from a DC book, right? Mm-hmm. right? You pick it up and you expect, like, you know, the usual house style this is completely different this is as different to dc books is as uh dc versus vampires is as pretty yeah. much as much as swamp thing is so you kind of got to think to yourself you've got to get submerged in this world you've got to buy into you've got to find a character that you really like and at this stage i think three issues in i don't think that really comes to the fore that there's one particular character the zora the zara zorel character is the one that you probably root for the most the supergirl power girl mm-hmm. type character um other than that everyone is pretty much as you'd expect them to be um there are enough li- <laughs> there are little snippets in there of other things like you know batman has his robins all over the place and stuff like that and it's mm. it's interesting to see how how much world building is being done in the smaller panels not just the big action scenes yeah um and it doesn't feel like world building so you know tom taylor's taking the idea that you know what we're intelligent people we're going to be able to follow along as it happens 
rather than spend issue upon issue ex- telling us this is this, this is this, this is this, this is this, and then I'm going to change it all. Uh, you know, we're kind of but living that's it. That's what good seeing. storytelling is about. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? This, because of the type of book this is, it is like people are going to go into it like it's a graphic, no matter yeah. what, and then they, they'll want more because of the, the, the thing that's in it. And I think the way the style of writing is and how. The, the setups, as you said, the smaller panels are the ones that are the more interesting mm. rather than those big pages. Actually, and I think yeah. that's, that's where it works. So then here's a quick question for everybody. Should this book be a Black Label book? Yes, 100%. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think they could do a lot more with Black Label, but I think it would be fine um, not as well. Um, but I think it would be more Game of Thronesy uh, if it was yeah. a Black Label. Yeah. I, think I would prob- appreciate that. I think yeah, probably- I, I, I'd be down for that too. <laughs> I think the issue you got if you make a black label book is the fact that people expect a certain level of horror stroke maturity to things, and, and yeah. there is there is a level of barbarism in this book, to mm-hmm. say the least. But yeah. there's still lots of fun elements in there. Still, I think it's a little bit too superheroic to be a black label, but it's not. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't it's think so. I, I think it, it, I think because it teeters that line, you it, it will appeal to both types of reader you know the standard yeah. mainstream and then the people who are more into like me who are more into the kind of yeah. off shots and, and un, un, unusual yeah. books and i think if it did migrate to the black label that they could do slightly more gore but they're still going to keep that story and that the, the okay. good versus evil is always going to be there okay. but i think they would have more leg room to move with the story <laughs> and expand it and expand that universe okay. um with a bit more freedom yeah, okay. kind of like that. Uh, what was it called? The we had one that was essentially a D and D um adventure. Mm-hmm. What was it called? Oh. It, had, it had no superheroes in it. It was just its own thing. What was it called? Um, but yeah, they were on a quest. Don't, don't you guys remember that? No, we reviewed it been... once. It was a black label book. Um, <clears throat> crap. How long ago? It was a while ago. Um, um and it had like think... a um previously a page like a previously in this issue you know crap yeah it's gonna bother me i'm gonna look it up but i know we did one. <laughs> you know uh, it had like the barbarian and they all had like you know their and it send it on to me because i obviously haven't had it <laughs> yeah and then um there was like oh crap i don't remember but yeah like uh, <laughs> people who listen to us will probably know it, it was a while yeah. ago. Yeah, so we go through so many books, but I remember yeah. it was a black label book. I'm all so, just the critical role books in my head right now, so I don't even know. So, <laughs> you know. for everybody that uh, when there's one phrase talking about, you need to go back and check all our other episodes, label. and then Every you'll be able, one. and then you'll be able to find out uh, what we're talking about. I'm just having a quick look on Google to see what I can find, see if there's anything on there. Was it? Yeah, was it the was last? It the last god? god. I think the last it was god, the last yeah. god. Yeah. Yeah, last god. There you go. Yeah. Last god. Because I was looking it up too. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> cool. How? Hey, how cool are we to do that at the same time? There you go, last god. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So last god was. I think last god is pretty much as vertigo as you could get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you're missing those, uh, that's that. Point me. <laughs> <laughs> well, me in that direction because I would. She needs it. Go she... buy it. All right. Okay. There go, you go. Send me the link of what it is, and then I'll go buy it. <laughs> so there you, you go. No that's, 
that's the end of Tracy's return show. Tracy, how's it feel to be back in the saddle? Oh, I missed you guys so much. It's so nice. It's just like being home. There you go. Just Aww. like being home. Aww. Aww. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right don't forget to check out the ucpn for all your favorite shows including uh joshua oh we've got the jank think tank all things magic the gathering where matthew and i talk about deck techs combos card reviews gameplay all all the nerdy shit that you want to swing and smack someone in the face for <laughs> Don't you be looking at me like that when you say that. That's great. Yeah, I see you. All right, okay. And, of course, don't forget the Old Timers Comic Book Show, where the whole sign all but the comics most certainly are. Um, and, of course, if you check out the UCPN, go check out the previous shows. There you'll find uh, these two. These two. Um, on K-Pop Cosmo. Yeah. Oh yay. yay! We need to get back into that because that was yeah. so much fun. There's so much drama going on in that. Oh community my god! There's right so now. much drama yeah. going on right now. Yeah, <laughs> people fainting on the. Oh, oh, there's a lot going but, on. <laughs> I, I think we need a K-pop Cosmo special. Yep. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I get the little commercial. All right. Okay. So keep it UCPN. Keep it the Definitive Crusade. I'm your host, Johnny Machine Hughes. As always, adios. Bye. Bye.